So in meditation practice we're using uh, intentionality. So I use this word perhaps more than effort, partly because effort is associated with a particular kind of intentionality. And this English word has got a certain push, um, almost a stressful, stressful quality to it. This is definitely one kind of way in which intention can go. But in flexing, in flexing, flexing an intention, there's wish, there's prayer, aspiration, inclination. There's the movements of energy that are perhaps subtler and more fundamentally more inclusive of the richness of the citta. It's sensitivity. So if we use intention too forcefully, the nature of that is we tend to block the receptivity. That's just how it is. You, You know, sometimes that's what one does, but it's not by no means the default or the necessarily required quality of application of mind, of citta. So intention can also be the intention to relax, to put aside widen and soften. These are by no means all, but personally I've found that because these kinds of intentions are not common or not uh, common language or not commonly used, they perhaps need more emphasis than just the driving forward. The benchmark of skillful effort or skillful application is to relinquish that which is unhelpful, obstructive, afflictive, unskillful. And this includes, of course, kinds of intentions. It's up for us to determine skillful at this time, the appropriate at this time. This is wisdom, and wisdom covers all. Wisdom covers all. Wisdom is what we are, uh, is our supreme um, guide to to arrive at wisdom. Wisdom is more uh, than effort. Effort is just to use wisdom to arrive at deeper wisdom. If we are taking the fullness of mind on our journey, 
and we take with it its determination, its patience, its flexibility, its sensitivity, its goodwill. So, richer, richer, richer. And carrying this uh, potential, you can only operate at a certain speed, if you like, depending upon the development. You want to really practice or present this morning as a, little, as a movement through the body, through your embodiment. I think, you know, so I do this time and time again, but um, maybe you just pick up slightly different um, experiences within this form. I'd like to encourage you first to begin, at least begin with standing, and then if, as things move on, it seems more useful or better to sit, then take up sitting, and that's up for you to determine. But why I start with standing is because of the feet. Now, soles of the feet are far more sensitive than your backside. <laughs> it's just the you know, it's just the way it's built. <laughs> And you can kind of gently open and flex the feet. Uh, there, your fundamental connection uh, to ground. particular um, properties and advantages of the standing form uh, they all have their uh, benefits standing form immediately encourages the sense of balance and uh, sensitive uh, attention or sensitive awareness of what you're standing on. You feel the subtle energetic connections, the tissues, the skin contacting the smooth surface, the warmth or the coolness, and the various impressions that give rise to the experience of the soles of your feet. So, clearly I'll use anatomical descriptions as a sketch 
and I would like to encourage you to translate those into energetic or felt experiences which are slightly different the felt sense, the felt experience first of all physical feeling contact Meaning supported. sense mm. up to you feet like what mm. felt sense So with supported, we may encourage a certain quality of relaxing because we, you know, we get a sense that the earth is there to carry us so perhaps it can encourage a certain primary, maybe not deep, but light degree of relaxation, balance, sense of poise, Sensitivity. And then felt sense in the feet. Notice the different uh, textures. Bony, fleshy, muscular. And inclination opening, opening the feet, that kind of intentionality. So there's no pushing into the muscles, it's just sending that signal. Perhaps noticing open, most open part of the foot is the part not touching the ground, the under arch sensing in there how that's experienced
if he's experienced in terms of uh, something that tends to fluctuate or have subtle vibration to it this is in, in the energy is there if he's experienced something that doesn't change then perhaps softening and relaxing is needed If we can detect a certain vibrancy or tingliness, then that's the sign, the signal. And so just as the sound of a bell resonates through the room, the sound of that signal, listening to that. Stretching it, your attention up through the into the experience of the ankles. And the beyond the ankles. So just slightly tracing through that joint foot, so on the foot, really, so that you can detect on the other side of the ankle, the bone, the <coughs> continuation of warmth or coolness, pressure, sense of hardness, so it's linking to and so forth as we move we might sense extending the experience we call the calf muscle different texture certain hmm, not like bone there's more intense vitality to it or fiery. Contains power. And fire element. Changes as you come to the knees, cooler, or behind the knee, a certain openness there, <coughs> where it's not particularly fiery or vital, it's just sort of cooler, it's a joint, and these carry the space element in them.
Gently detect this back of the knee. It's not solid, it's not vibrantly alive, it's space open. Lingering in that. Front of the knee harder. Bone. Round the knee, so different textures, suppleness, rigidity, and space. Space allows things to be more spacious. So when these joints constrict, we lose spaciousness. This is the way of power. Contemplating space, calling. Any unnecessary tension, sensing you know, carrying that within space, so it allows it to become more, less rigid. Tension is just a highly intense energy. It's kind of locked up. So when we experience tension, you don't push into it because this generates more intense energy. Instead you go to the space quality, the nearest space uh, space station. Mm. Extend your awareness from where it feels overcharged into the space. It helps to discharge or balance. Spaces are very important. So as we continue, at your own time, up through the legs, you find the thick, strong thigh muscle. And then something cooler or more sensitive, the inner thigh sensitive software very good uh, place for energy to move through it's not so much density and we can extend to the root of the leg where it joins the body
of a joint. Opening the joint. We hardly do that. Begin to detect any sense of numbness or restriction or grip at the root of the leg. Something quite common. Perhaps even just slightly softening the stand and widening a little so the perineum also widening softening this is just an inclination it's not physically doing that much it may have subtle physiological effects so clearly this area very much wraps around the genitals closes or withholds or whatever opening so there can be this movement of vitality from the legs into the body. If this closes, we lose a lot. Any of these moves may take more time than I'm indicating, so you can anyway you can just stop because it's the same process. If you just work through one joint, you really are doing what it takes for all of them. It's always, you know, acknowledging it, maybe an area you don't even really notice, sensing what's around it, winding, sense what's around it. Pondering, does this feel good? Closed, open. What's happened? Does it feel anything or is it just kind of shut? And finding around the joint any areas where there's vitality. mind can track something and then tracing as if you're gently drawing through the area the joint area to what's above it so it's like you just toggle through a particular region this is opening the gate Taking time, and he doesn't move that quickly. Making the time to get the feeling for that.
abdomen connected, feels not separate from the legs. Exploring the sense of the inner region of the abdomen. It's fluid. It's uh, salient sign. It's something that has the nature to to be fluid. Rubbery. So any restrictions there will appear to be not that way. Certain lines of contraction or compression. Particularly around the diaphragm, solar plexus. Major area. This could be very problematic because it's so much associated with willpower. Mm-hmm. You have a big rubbery muscle there. So you may even move up your back where your diaphragm has very little to say. It's moving through this region to aspire to no no boundaries or minimal boundary And through the chest, internally in the chest, the sign is of air, which tends to swell. Air is movement. 
expansion and subsiding. And the expansion is um, circular, so it's not just up down, but it's also widthways and forward. So it's a global, global sense. Now, if this is not the case, detect either the sides of the body or often cross the band of tissues and tops of the arms across the chest, the wide band, opening the arm socket. Spanning across that band through the breastbone as if you're like a rubber band smoothing it feeling it whatever inclination is helpful. Certainly not pushing it, stretching it, but soothing it from its whatever causes it to be constricted. You don't push out of a constriction, essentially you, you relax out of it. And that means widening your attention, increasing your receptivity and acceptance, and softening your will. So if this area is cleared, it may not be, in which case just you can linger in that, or feel when it's a little bit clearer. You don't always go 100% in one shot. <laughs> uh, experiencing the, just to continue the monologue, <laughs> through the throat this great tube, the neck, property to throw its space to allow things to move through. The space of the sigh and the outbreath to allow things to transition through. This is the case to enjoy, appreciate that that is an area being what it should be. (laughs) 
job is to be open. This is not the case in the sense, the restriction. And clearly this is very much associated with our ability to express things. So here the throat gets restricted by censorship, editing, not allowed. So these these latent tendencies, if that's the case, have to be sensed, checked in with how true and real is this now. What's not needed, relinquished. The restriction here is also associated with the driving head. So, so just even relaxing in the neck can help to lessen the driving driven bullety nature of the head and vice versa. So you know it's, it's this movement across areas, across themes because signaling radiates through the system. So, you know, signal of the head, the bullet head, can send its signals through the entire form and you get a, a rock body. So we widen the attention span, include the area that isn't in harmony, isn't in its true nature, and look for the nearest piece of space. Sweep your attention from the disharmonious area into space, allowing energy to pass through and rearrange. This can be itself fairly disorienting as energy moves, shifts around, can be pleasant.
pondering the meaning of this, this feels pleasant and skillful. Taking the head region as an entirety, a great uh, global structure. The feeling base of the head is the under the chin, floor of the mouth, sensing this area. Throat has become more open, and the floor of the mouth becomes softer. Tongue relaxing. Big boundary here, and the mandible. Tight jaw. It feels riveted to the neck. That's Fingering around the base of the skull, the neck joints, the occiput, the occiput notch, as if the breath, the energy, the vitality arising from way, way down, way, way down can send a thermal up to the head as if the head is slightly lifting on an up current breathing the head And this uh, upcurrent experience a certain uh, vitality, maybe a very gentle vitality, perhaps a slight warming of the neck muscles or a softening. Throat senses something is passing through. No real sensation there. But a certain physiological effect. This may be where you want to linger. Sampling this till it becomes more evident for yourself, or it may be something that feels like it's completed. So then we move to the eyes.
around the eyes, the eyes recognizing the eyes, eyeballs sit in sockets, great holes, recognizing the space around the eyes, eyeballs floating, no longer seeing things, but being of globes that rest in the eye sockets. Feeling the effect in the cheeks, around the eyes. Breathing. The temples, almost like sockets, very thin skin. skin, space behind it, if it doesn't feel like this, opening the temples, bone is bone, but a drum is not a bone. And the centre of the forehead, sweeping across from centre to the edges, round to the temples, stroking from the centre, stroking across the brow to, to the temples, and connecting space of the temples to this air which can become very compressed knotted brow to which that can return to its more flexible state you begin to experience top of your head, the scalp and the space above lack of pressure absence of pressure extending into the space
So any of these points you may want to linger in, make much of, ponder on. And uh, as you do so, so bear in mind the time for closure. So I'll just add this piece, which is closure comes from the back, round the back, the long back. This is your protector. So widen and Get the feeling of the back doing what it should do. Standing for you, standing with you, standing behind you as a protector. Hard can be hard and soft can be soft. And when we come to the closure, we take the quality and we wrap around without closing it's like it's more sense of privacy than contraction something beautiful here to be cared for, protected So close here for today.